we as the as the owners, the directors of the organization, the department, whatever it is, we have to be willing to change our schedule to meet the needs of our staff. Yes, so there we speak. go. That's, um, that's and that's what that's that's all I'm really doing, right? Mm-hmm, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't have a staff per se, but I got kids, so that's the staff. <laughs> Welcome to the Business of Parenting podcast. Tune in as we discuss the principles of successful parenting as a business professional. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining another episode of BOP, the Business of Parenting Podcast, where I get to talk about anything and everything I want to talk about when it comes to parenting, and if you don't like it, you can turn it off. (laughs) I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Ian Corburn with me. Ian, what's up? How you doing, man? Hey, how are you doing? Great to see you doing this new venture. This is awesome. It's going to be fun. It's been a while since we jammed. And, you know, I've, I remember when we talked last, you have, uh, you have some fun, exciting and challenging family structures. And and so I thought it'd be really cool to kind of bring you on and talk about some stuff. So that'd be kind of a great way, I think, to kind of kick off today's uh, podcast is, you know, tell us a little bit of about yourself and your business and then of course a bit about your family and how the family is structured and then we'll we got some great topics and we'll jump right into them so sure you know my business is great right now um i do i do uh, a lot of online learning i'm creating a lot of online learning for people and a lot of sales consulting and sales training so that's that's going quite well actually a lot of my customers right now it's really interesting have me on retainer nice. and so a fair amount of them pay me a monthly stipend and, and most of them haven't done anything with me. I mean, I'm on a call with them every now and then, but they haven't done anything with me, um, some for 12 or 18 months. So I just wow. sit here and collect money. So it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's a nice setup. <laughs> and then with COVID coming in in particular, that helps really drive a lot of e-learning uh, to the next level because places that were hesitant were like, well, we have no other way to do anything except exactly. through e-learning and do training and things. So, so uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's been going well and... Um, you know, I guess maybe that maybe I don't want to put a positive spin on COVID like that, but more of a listen. It's not it's not trying to put a a positive spin on COVID as much as it's saying that there's always a way. You just have to find it, right? 100%. So you so adapt, adapt, or you're in trouble, right? So I mean, um, that's that's definitely a great lesson for parenting, as it is, isn't it? It's like <laughs> adapt, or you're going to be in trouble, right? So <laughs> oh, we had to with the kids. I mean, one of the first things I did was was schedule stuff for them because when COVID came, suddenly they're out of school. They're all here. Our situation with our kids. So right now, our kids are seven, five, and two. Mm-hmm. So when COVID came. They were five, uh, three. I gotta do math here. It's tricky. Five, three, and a babe, like six months. Yeah. So we were, you know, we we're just like all of a sudden we have a five year old and three year old home. Both my wife and I work full time. We both work from home. Um, I was going out and seeing customers every now and then, and you know, going to speak and whatever, and that all that all just fizzled out, right? Mm-hmm. So home all the time. You're like, well, how am I gonna deal with kids? And that's the first thing I did is I, I we gotta schedule this. We got to schedule what the kids are going to do. So at the same time, every day we had um, Olympics. So for like 20 minutes, they did different events. We came up, kids and I planned out the events uh, for a whole week ahead of time. So on Sunday, we'd sit down and go, what are the events going to be? We'd sit down and come up, oh, I really like javelins. So we'd come up with some way to do a javelin throw or whatever. And then, and that would be the event. And so then we do it at the same time every day. Now, course it's kids so it doesn't always end up being the same time but but that kind of structure 
Um, I actually had him do work. So I would, I would figure out ahead of time. And sometimes you don't have time. So you have to ad lib it or things don't work the way you expect them to work. And, um, we were talking a little bit before the show about, uh, about some technology and how it drives us crazy. And I was yeah. talking about my printer, right? My printer sits there 364 days and, you know, 23 hours a year and doesn't do anything. And then when I go to print something like a dot to dot or something I want the kids to do, the printer's first thing it says is conducting maintenance. Please don't disturb okay, me. Like, are you freaking ready. kidding me? It's not ready. <laughs> in a lot, you know, ready? in a lot of cases, our kids are like printers. That's what I'm, I'm going to say that, right? Like, you know, it's like, it's like all of a sudden we just expect them to work. You know, it's like, well, we're just going to get, we're just going to go to that restaurant and we're just going to sit down quietly and eat. So yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just, I just need your work. I just, we're, you know, we, we haven't done it for a long time, but you know, when we go to do it, I just, it, that, and you know how it is, man, it doesn't always work out that way. If you're right? going to restaurants. Good for you. We stopped that. <laughs> Way to give up on that. <laughs> no, it's, it, but it is, that's a great point because it happens so often with your kids where you're like, I can't believe that when school starts up, started up again or bedtime, right? Bedtime's a great mm-hmm. example. You go to bed every night and yet, you're not, there's always an argument. There's how are you not ready to go to bed? How are you not? We <laughs> right. do this every night, every night. You have a, we have a kid, one of our kids, our, our five-year-old is, uh, he's got, uh, we suspect ADD. He's actually in speech therapy. Even the speech therapist has said, you know, have you ever had a test? I wasn't thinking about it. And, but he, he's the only person I've ever met in my entire life that while he's putting his socks on, he can actually lose a sock <laughs> while he's putting them on. So, <laughs> So, so every day for him, it's, it's just, you're just like, come on, we got to go. And he's, he's always shocked. I didn't get enough play time. I didn't, what? I have to go to school today? And you're like, oh my gosh. How did, and you just, you just gotta, you know, you can schedule the hell out of it and, and have yeah. it all laid out, but you still have to be willing to go. Okay. You, you he doesn't you get gotta it. Let him be kids. You right. Know? Um, but I, I actually, I look, I, you know, I love the fact that you're bringing this up because I think for parents, this is probably one of the most difficult things to balance, right. Is the balance between structure and just allowing them to be kids and encouraging creative play. You know, it's like, you know, one hand it's like, you know, I think society normally almost tells us we need to treat them like, you know, little adults and, you know, we need to structure, their lives in that way. And then, you know, then I think there's probably the other hand out there. That's like, no, they need to be, they need to be kids. They need to be free to explore. And, and you need to encourage creative play. And it's like, okay, but then, but then there's no structure. So it's like, how do you balance these yeah, two out? I, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not big on experts. I mean, a quick, quick back on it. You may recall that years ago, I, I wrote a, a dating book about reliving my experiences with women as a touring comedian. Right. I remember and, and, you uh, saying this. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. It's called God is woman dating disasters. And then, so it came out like 2007, but, but the point is, is that, you know, I, I, I wasn't an expert, right. I'm just this guy sharing my stories. I ended up becoming an expert for lifetime uh, TV's website and answering women's question. It became like a dating Bible. It was really interesting <laughs> to see what happened with it. But the, the point is, is that there were all these PhDs and all these other experts competing for that lifetime job, and I got it. And the other, and, and they wanted a, a man and a woman, and the woman who got it was not a PhD either. And the reality is that it's because we're out in the battlefield, and everything they were doing was was in an office and in, in, in this very stale environment, and just not realistic, right? So you hear a couple of things that experts on parenting drive me drive me crazy with. 
First and foremost is the whole, well, make sure you have enough time for your partner. Make sure you're expressing love with your partner. You're doing all this. And, and they seem to miss the whole thing that when you're taking care of your kids, you are doing that. The kids are your exactly. love, right? You've taken your love. You've turned it into something physical that you're now unleashing on the world to wreak havoc. And, and taking care of it is, you, you can't lose sight of that. It's kind of like they, kind of like the experts go, well, you have your kids and you have your spouse and or, or your partner or whoever it is, and you have to manage it all. And you go, no, they mingle. They co-mingle. This is part mm-hmm. of this. And then the other thing is, is we seem to have to get it in our head that the schedule is for the kids. The scheduling is never for the kids. It's for us. <laughs> it's for our sanity. And the people think, well, we're going to teach our kids how to schedule. No, you're not. Because as soon as you, as soon as you stop the schedule, if you go, we're going to schedule them for four months straight. And they're going to do this rigidly four months straight. As soon as you stop, 90% chances the kids are going to completely stop and do whatever. They haven't learned. They're not going to learn at, 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 at my kids' ages anyway, seven, five, and two. Now, there's one caveat for that. Our oldest kid is a high-level autistic, a high-level functioning autistic. So they used to call it Asperger's until somebody said, you know, maybe we shouldn't name this after a Nazi. I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. No. <laughs> Hitler coat. I mean, yeah, maybe not a good idea. So, so, uh, so they said, we're going to call it high-level autism. So mm-hmm. Elon Musk, for example, supposedly falls into that category. And, um, and so for him, he will follow a schedule. He'll remind you of the schedule. He likes scheduling. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the opposite for him. You have to let him know. If for some reason you're going to change anything, he's got to know, he's got to know in advance. And that can make it tricky because things happen in our lives where, you know, for example, my, uh, my, my mom a couple months ago broke her ankle mm-hmm. and suddenly I have to drive out to Ohio, I live in a Chicago area. So I had to drive out, out to a house about four and a half hour drive. I'm going to be gone for a couple of days dealing with this, helping out. And then I'm going to go back and forth a little bit. She's got to have surgery, all this stuff. Oh my goodness. You know, once we were able to set up the calendar, so to speak, and the schedule for him, he was fine. But that first moment when I'm That's not difficult. taking you to school this morning, cause I have to drive to <laughs> Ohio. He's That's balling. He's change, man. That's a monster change. And you know, it's funny. It's like, it's funny. We, we, you know, we look at kids, you know, uh, with or without, you know, special needs. And we almost kind of expect them just to embrace, you know, change like that. But when us as adults in, in our, in our business life, we don't embrace change like that. We'll do the same damn thing. All right. We're going to pout, scream and cry about it, you know, because it's, it's like, we just don't want to do that. And I find it's like, but that's a, that look, that's a great strategy. How you kind of, you know, tactically kind of move into you know, what a scheduled is and, and, and schedule, I think really for, and I agree with you, right. I think schedule is more about routine. You know, and it's it, but it's tough. It's tough. We have to balance out this place where we can let kids be creative, but then at the same time, you know, maintain that routine. And then for your oldest, you know, it, he needs that routine. That's that's his his happy place. As long as he knows what's coming, right? But it's setting. I think what it is 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 I think as parents we don't necessarily do a great job, and we don't do this in business a great job either of um, of, of letting people know what is to come and prepare. There's not this preparation. It's like we, we treat it like a light switch, you know, like one day we're doing this and they're off. We're going to do this now. Right. And nobody embraces that. Well, don't you find? Well, we talked about that. We talked about that. It's interesting because we talked about that with, with when I was on, on your, you know, your sales and mm-hmm. consulting remember, podcast. Yeah. And we talked about it with, with the, again, the other book, customer, uh, customers never write, set the expectation. 
And, and so many times we don't do that in business, right? We don't, we, we've made a change. We have this, this is this product uh, right now. You see a lot with supply chain, Well, this product is going to be late and we know it, but we don't take the time to alert the customer. How do you not do that? It's amazing yes. how often you see, I'm always saying set the expectation with your customers, with the team you manage, with your, with your manager, set those ex- and we don't do it. It's the same thing with your kids. You've got to set the expectation. If it changes, it changes. Okay. But, and that's going to happen sometime, but you've got to set it as much as possible. And a, a great example and, and set it like a kid. Think from like a kid's perspective. I found this to be helpful, right? We all, we all forget. We think we remember, but we forget what it's like to be a kid. You know, you say like one minute, I'll be there in a minute. Well, a minute to a kid is like three hours. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it takes forever. And so we've actually scheduled in, for example, we schedule in the fun, so to speak. So schedule the fun. And then maybe that doesn't sound fun. Well, that's not no, fun no, if you schedule no, the fun. No, We're not saying you can't do fun things outside of it, but by scheduling, it helps them. So for example, once a year, I do a Lego week. We started this back in like 2019 because July was just a very boring month that year and, and, and tends to be. And so we're like, you know what, let's, let's do something different. And, so I came up this Lego week thing. And so they get at the, at the beginning of the week, the week, the first day, and they play with Legos all the time, but, but this is just a special week where we focus mm-hmm. on Legos a lot and they get um, a general set for all the kids. So a big set that has all the, you know, a thousand pieces, whatever, it just has all the generic blocks. And then a couple of days later, they get another set. Now it's individualized. They each get their own set and it's a set that is, you know, something they're really interested in and tends to be the bigger set so that they have the week to continue putting it together. And then they get one or two more sets as the week goes on that are smaller. And so it's something they look forward to every year. Mm-hmm. They ask about it every now and then. Um, we do a movie night. Every Thursday night is movie night. It's uh, Thursday is the only day. We're, we're very fortunate. My mother-in-law comes over and watches the kids at like 1230 um, most days of the week, but not on Thursdays. And so on Thursdays, we do movie night and we eat pizza. So it's always, it's always pizza. Each kid gets their own individualized pizza. That's another thing. You got to try things out. So many times we used to go, we all have one pizza and the kids won't eat the pizza. We were the only kids in the world who would not eat pizza. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then we, we tried out different things and we went, oh my gosh, they eat tons of pizza. If you get their own little individual pizza, then, then they're fine. We just get them a little frozen individual pizza and they just gobble it up. Um, they, they might even, we might even, we have to have a couple on spare, because a lot of times they'll want a little bit more. Um, but still, if we go back to a big pizza, they won't eat it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we do pizza because it's easy, right? It's an easy cleanup. It's an easy thing. It's so, um, you know, we think about all these things. Uh, and that's why we do movie night on that night. Um, and again, if we change it for some reason, maybe Grammy can't come, maybe Grammy can't come on Wednesday for some reason, but she mm-hmm. can come Thursday. We've got to let, you know, our five-year-old, whatever, I don't care. It's fine. But our, our seven-year-old, he's got to know ahead of time. Because if he doesn't know, it's not like he has plans. It's not like he's like, oh, well, Dad, you know, I have a, I was going to go play Minecraft. I was going to see my buddy down the street, and I got a business <laughs> deal going on. I'm going to go buy a bicycle. It, no, he doesn't have it. It's just that for whatever reason, he it takes him away from his comfort zone. He doesn't feel, I think it's almost like if you, if you parallel it, he doesn't feel safe. Like you feel safe in your house, right? Like he doesn't 100%. feel safe if 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 you change the schedule and he doesn't know if he doesn't know what's going on and what's coming up. And so you have to. And I love the fact that you bring up. I want to know. Up, and I love the fact that you bring up the word safe, because I don't think it's actually any different for adults. To be honest with you, I, I really don't think it is. It's like, you know, uh, 
those changes, I need to be, I, I need to feel safe, you know, with what's coming ahead of us. I'm curious, you know, because uh, I want to, I want to go a little bit further down that rabbit hole because, you know, being a parent is tough. Being a parent with uh, a, a, a kid with special needs is just, it's just, it's next level. So I got nothing, you know, that's, I like, I, it's a difficult, it's, it's, it's a challenge, I imagine. That's um, that's one you definitely want to step up to, but it's difficult, right? So I'd love, and, and, and I think that you have an interesting perspective because you know you've done sales training for for a while. You know, between you know coaching and training and giving them direction, you know, do you see some similarities in how uh, you kind of execute these two? I do. Um, I have to tell you though. I mean, probably even more so going back. I, I'm very fortunate. You know, I started my career as you know as a standup comedian, so yep. I did it for ten years. And what's interesting about that is, as I've always had that ability then, you know, what makes comedians good is, is they see things differently. So they, they just filter things differently, right? This, this occurs, they filter it, they come out with this joke about it, right? And, and, and a way to look at it. And, um, and so I do that, but, but really what it comes down to is, is again, before you, you get into all the steps in the process, you have to figure out the culture, right? The mentality. So what, what's the culture going to be? So, so the culture here is mentality. Mm-hmm. And I was really struggling when, when for until about a, I don't know, maybe even a year ago. Um, and I still, I still struggle. It's always a struggle. It's always with the kids. It's always, it's always something, right? Um, of course. But what's helped me a lot is changing my mentality because I was so focused on, I got to get business. I got to make mm-hmm. money. I got to be a provider, right? That was the focus well, provider and provider meant making money, doing the business, doing all that. And, and, and it, and it was, Dad, dad, go, no, 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 I can't talk now. Go away. Go, go, five, give me five minutes. Give me five. And then 25 minutes later, maybe I go talk, right? Yeah, it, that, that was, and I realized my mentality changed. My mentality went, be a father first. So be a father first. So that means I schedule my schedule so that I'm always can, you know, 95% of the time I can step away for five, 10 minutes if I need to, right? I can go, you know what? That's Okay. It's okay if I step away and I do this. It's okay if if we're with this podcast and I got to step away. That's okay. We make it work. We can edit, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, so it's so that's the mentality, and that's made a huge difference. Um, not just for my kids, but also for for myself. By it's just taking stress off me, and it, it lets me know this is what you do first. That's the expectation. That's the culture. Well, and, it, and it goes into what we were talking about me. earlier. It's, it's, it's about structuring, structuring time. Right. And, you know, um, I think, you know, when I started sharing my schedule with my kids and they see how I structure my time. All right. Um, look at kids don't have a concept of time, which I am just absolutely <laughs> just in love with. I love the fact that they don't necessarily have that structure of time. I mean, the only structure of time they have is they know when the sun is going down and the streetlights are coming up and it's time to come inside, right? But, you know, they, they don't know if they were out there for 15 minutes, if they were out there for three and a half hours. And nap time. <laughs> oh, of course, and nap time, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. You know, but um, but I think it's, it, as they get older, I think it's important that they do understand the value of that time. And it's like when we show them, you know, our, ourselves, like what we do and how we execute our time, I think it's a great example of that. But this kind of goes in, this is a perfect segue kind of into our next topic where we're talking about, you know, slowing down to service kids as, as needed, you know, and I say as needed because I do feel like as, I don't know, maybe an industry or maybe just a society in general, you know, we're, we're told that we, that, that as busy 
entrepreneurial parents that, you know, we need to slow down our business so that we can, you know, service our kids. I don't necessarily agree that I think that's the case. And I think, you know, slowing down to service kids as they needed, each of my children are different. So sometimes I got to slow down a lot. Other times I don't have to slow as much, but I'd love to get your thoughts. Well, you know, it, 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 I'm going to put a little twist on that. It's, it's, you know, we hear about time management all the time. Yeah. And, and um, it, it's, it's crazy. All the stuff you have out there, people have, have for their time management, right? They said, well, you should, uh, like if you read the book, The 4-Hour Work Week. Uh, so this got some nice little tidbits in there. But, but so much of it is, is ridiculous, like things like, Answer your emails only at this time of the day, and and you know this this time in the morning, this time in the afternoon. Yeah, good luck. You're you're going to lose tons of business if you do that because uh, 16 other people have emailed that customer, especially for guys like you and me that are trying to win the business a lot of times, of right? Uh, you waited; they've already signed with somebody. I mean, you, you can't. And if you're at a regular job and you tell your boss, "Hey, listen, I don't respond to emails from anyone in the company till after four every day." Good luck. You're going to be looking for a new job, right? So, so there's a, it's really what it comes down to. I always say time management is, I don't know what's important and valuable to you. What I can tell you is that schedule your time management, high value and low value. High value is activity that generates revenue. Low value is activity that doesn't, it doesn't mean it's less important. It's still very important. You know, generating reports, whatever it is. And it's the same thing. So, so the kids aren't going to adapt. We have to adapt. So for example, in my life right now, what I'm finding happening is I will, I'll do all the work I do during the day. And I focus on, on, on most of that being connecting with customers somehow, some shape, fashion away. Right. Sure. And then, then what happens is, um, and then I'm doing more stuff with the kids after like three 30, it's, it's more stuff with the kids every day. Uh, sometimes after four 30, right. Whatever that looks like. Um, and when my mother-in-law is here, which is a lot of days I can go, I can go up to five if I need to. Right. So it depends on what's going on. But a lot of times after 3.30, I'm with kids hanging out doing some stuff. Fine. Then what happens is bedtime is starts at 7.30, ends about 8.30. I come downstairs. I fall asleep on the sofa because I don't mean to. I'm like, I got all this work to do. I'm going to get it done. I don't. I fall asleep on the sofa. I wake up every now and then, but I don't have enough energy till about 12.30. Mm-hmm. I get up and I work on stuff till 2, 2.30 in the morning. And that slot, I get a ton of stuff done. And that's all my low level or my low value activity rather. Yes. Um, Because I'm not going to contact clients then, right? So I get all this report stuff, all this, whatever it is, I get a ton of it done then. I'm working on a kid's book right now. So I'll do editing then. I'll do, you know, so, so whatever it is, that's, that's when I do it. And then about 2.30, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed. I go to bed and we start it over the next day. Um, and these patterns change, right? Every now yes. and then it changes up. But right now, that's where I'm at. That's the schedule. That's how it's going. And so we, again, if you if you parallel it to business, we as the as the owners, the directors of the organization, the department, whatever it is, we have to be willing to change our schedule to meet the needs of our staff. Yeah, so there to we speak. go. That's, um, that's and that's what that's that's all I'm really doing, right? Mm-hmm, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a staff per se, but I got kids. So that's the staff. <laughs> well, but it's true though. I mean, there's a reason why we're calling this a business of parenting because, you know, I honestly do believe that, you know, it, it's a business and there's just so many facets to it that have to be, ha- that have to be managed like that. But, but you're right though. Like, I mean, we, we do have to structure our time. I'm very similar the way I kind of structure my time. My, my, my kind of low hours is I get up at like 5 a.m., 5, 5.30. 
right? Okay. And so I'll get those like two, two and a half hours before nobody wakes up. And so, so it's the same with me. You're doing it at 1230, but it's the same thing, right? We have to have those couple hours to just get all those like little boom, 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 little things, right? Get all those little things done, right? Uh, I structure playtime similar to the way that you do as well. Like I have to be intentional with my time. So I will structure playtime. It is great. I love doing it with my phone. I truly do because I can actually uh, schedule it in the phone and then do not disturb kicks in. So I get no oh, text. Nice. See, there's the hack for me, right? Yeah, and I yeah. imagine you, you would be exactly the same, right? Like, so no calls, no text messages, no notifications during the six to eight o'clock hour where it's kid time uh, for me. So that's great. But, but, then, but then to your point, though, like we do need to be able to pivot where our business needs us or if our, our clients, our kids need us. You know, it's like my I, I posted that thing on social recently where my my daughter, she's 11. She has access to my calendar. So she went in. She she scheduled uh, uh, Stranger Things uh, marathon for us. You know, oh, this nice. Friday, this Friday between four and seven o'clock. She even put in the notes that we're ordering Vito's pizza, thin crust pepperoni with the wings. <laughs> right. Like she's like, but she was just like she was just I, I love the fact because, you know, as a client, what she's doing, is she's telling me. I need this from you. I need this little more extra time, you know, in this particular, just because for me to feel connected, this is what I need. And, and I think that's what it is. I think when we're talking about this topic of slowing down to service our kids needs is that we need to find now, look, I found a weird one. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It sounds weird that I give my kids access to my calendar. And I let them schedule. I think it's great. I, I want to do it, but my kids aren't old enough for that. No, we're no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you, but it's a perfect example at your age, uh, your, your kids age. So you have to be really aware. And I wasn't, man. I'll tell you right now, Ian, one of my, my kids were your, your age. And I just, and I still have like mine's 11, eight or sorry, 11, yeah, 11, 8, and 7, right? But when okay, they so were seven, yeah. when they were 5 or 6 or 7, like I I wasn't self-aware when they needed that cuz they weren't they they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to tell me. Now my daughter's right. 11, she can tell me, "Dad, I need you Friday between 4 p.m. and 11 p.m. and we're going to watch Stranger Things together. I need that from you." Right? But I tell you it's it's tough to do and at, with kids younger at, at that younger age, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts of just like how do you th- how how can we identify the times that we need to slow down to service our kids' needs? You know, you, you got to pay attention. And one nice thing about working from home is it's so easy. You, you pop mm-hmm. up there every now and then. You see, I and mean, we and again we have the advantage. You can hear if they're being loud or noisy or whatever, and they'll come to you like, Dad, I want to, you know, I I want to do this right now. I'm interested in this, and then you know, you figure like, we'll come down. Oh, Dad, can we build this? this robot now, can we do, Oh, I can't really do it now, but we can, let's schedule something. Let's, you know, yes. let's, let's yes. say that I finish this at this time. So we do that ad lib. Um, but as we're talking about this, you know, one thing that pops into my mind and, and again, it's something, this is a real challenge for us as adults. This is a real challenge. Kids screw up and and we have the, the surprise, right? Yes. This just happened yes. to us the other night, my wife and I, we had, um, it was, it was nighttime. It was bedtime. She's getting ready to put my daughter down um, or our daughter, I should say our daughter down. And we're both in the basement and my, my, and she's getting ready to go up and do this. And, and my five-year-old, our five-year-old comes downstairs and he's covered in milk. I should send you a picture of it. So you can see <laughs> I will do that. But his literally, he went in the fridge. He went to grab his cup of milk that was in the fridge. It was up too high. Even though we've told him a million times, ask for help. He didn't. He's very self you know, reliant, independent. 
Um, he pulled it, it fell on his head. Oh, so now no. there's milk everywhere. No. It's all over his face. And now he's walked down to the basement and left this trail of milk. <laughs> so it, it we're like, oh, man. So now we got to stop everything we're doing and clean up this milk. It doesn't matter what else is going on. This is, suddenly has to happen. And, and as parents, it's so easy for us to get mad because yes. our schedule has been thrown off. Like, I can't believe you did that. I can't do it. You gotta, you gotta build that into your scheduling, meaning that, okay, you step away here, whatever it is, tag team, you know, again, we're both there. We're both part of his life. So we have that ability to tag team and that's what we did. I, I tend to be the one who's going to blow the fuse faster and harder. So my <laughs> wife gave me that chance. She went with him and, and, and went upstairs and, and she dealt with him for a couple minutes while I was down here going, are you kidding me? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> you gotta clean it up. <laughs> And then I go upstairs and uh, the first thing she asked me to do is take photos of just how bad it is. And then, um, then she goes downstairs for a couple minutes and does whatever little venting she needs to do. She comes back mm-hmm. up. Uh, I'm in a good place because she doesn't trust me to clean up as well. As she's going to clean up. So I didn't have to do too much. Uh, but now I have to, you know, take care of our daughter who doesn't want to do anything with me at that time. This is mommy time for bed. So she's screaming, she's having a fit. I'm trying to find things to do with her, corral her up. And so, so it gets crazy sometimes. And, and again, that's something it's so easy as we talk about this to go, well, this, this, and this. And again, that's why I think experts drive me nuts because yes. everything is always so black and white. And then this box and then, Oh, if this doesn't work, talk to your child about this. It's not going to work. It's it's my daughter is screaming. She's upset. She's used to having mommy at this time. She's two years old. If you change that on her, she's going to be upset. It's okay. Well, she's anybody upset. would be. You know? I just got to accept it. <laughs> it is. But you know what, though? I love the fact that uh, you brought up that story with you and your wife. And, you know, I think in business, when I think, you know, I, I have very key individuals in my business, you know, maybe my, my right-hand person, my left-hand person. I have support teams, right? And, they look, I'm, I'm, I'm self-aware, you know, to know that there are just certain things I am not overly great at you know i've 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 been working on becoming more let's call it emotionally intelligent um you know we're look we're in the automotive industry i that was not something i was ever taught to be and it was just no. you know it was just <laughs> look, we're in industry of you know sucking up buttercup checking out the door just get your shit done and let's move on right yeah. like and 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 so so like and because of that i've had to rely on some key people in my business to be my emotional intelligence because i understand that for i'm i'm getting better i 100 i'm getting better but not there but that goes back to your story it's like having those partners in the business is incredibly important thing and and that's what and that's what all businesses need if it's parenting or if it's your actual business it's like you 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 need to be self-aware enough to know what you're where, where your weeks weaknesses and your strengths are and you, you balance those things out, man. And then he's look, I know we're getting towards the end of our time today and I'm confident that we could probably go for a whole other hour just a on day. some of these topics, but <laughs> I'll have to do this again sometime. But, but before I let you go though today, Ian, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, and uh, for those who may want to connect with you and just kind of follow along with your journey, man, what, what's, what's the easiest way to connect with you? You know, uh, email, Ian Colburn, just I-A-N-C-O-B-U-R-N at hotmail.com. You can also reach me my business one, which is uh, Ian, I-N, at G-P-A train.com. So Gary Post Atlantic train.com. And then, of course, find me on LinkedIn, just if you search Ian Colburn, 
GPA it will come up. Uh, you know, I come up pretty easily, so I'm not I'm not hard to reach. So uh, yeah, feel free to uh, reach out to me and talk about this or anything else, uh, business, whatever. I'm always available. The, I, I go back to that book again. A quick story: the scariest <laughs> moment I ever had in my life, and I got through this, so I could get through. I could talk to you about anything. Um, when I when I wrote that book, I was surprised how many kids. This is the book about uh, the the dating, and it's very mm-hmm. visual. Like you'll know more about me than you ever want to know. We'll, we'll leave it that way. I mean, it's an R book, right? R-rated book. And um, I had a, how many young kids read it? I had a twelve-year-old reach out to me, wow, and ask me if she thought she and her friends should stuff their bras. And I'm like, <laughs> am I on one of these catch, uh, you know, oh, no. catch a predator things, or is this? A, so it all worked out at the end. Of, at the end of the day, I just I told her she's like my mom said, just just be yourself, and 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 I told her. You know, my advice was, well, listen, I don't own Kleenex, first of all, so I don't care. So, um, you know, if I ever own Kleenex, I might have a different answer. But really, <laughs> what my advice is, is what I've learned is that the sooner you learn to deal with who you are and what you have, the better off you are. So if you, you know, if, if you get older and you don't need to stuff anymore, great. You know, that that's what you want to be, that's fine. But if you stuff now and you never get to a place where you don't need to stuff, you're not going to know how to deal with it. And so she came, I said the same thing as her mom, be yourself. She came back with, Oh, that's great. See, so it's better advice than my mom. I said the same thing. It's just that again, when we're dealing with kids, we have to think from the kid's side and frame it differently. So that's another good example of, of, of framing it differently and thinking about 100%. the kids, thinking about the customer, what they need. You, um, you got to put yourself so through that. You got to put yourselves in your, in their yeah. shoes, man. You know, you can reach out to me about anything, but that was the <laughs> craziest. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, Ian, man, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has been a lot of fun. You have yourself an amazing day. Thank you. You too, man. Thanks for tuning in to the Business of Parenting podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.